Hey everyone, just a heads up that this interview contains discussions around consent laws and child abuse material. It touches on topics such as child pornography. This content might be difficult for some, and if you feel you need to talk to someone, you can reach out to a helpline. You can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, Q Life Helpline at 1800 184 527, Lifeline at 131114, or 1800RESPECT on 1800 737 732. Please reach out for assistance if you feel you need it. Hello, everybody. You are listening to The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin. I'm Zach, and today I am talking with a very special guest. I am talking with Tim Hutton of Youth Law. Hello. Hi, Zach. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, So, Tim, you ran a seminar on consent law uh, as part of Victorian Law Week, uh, correct? Yeah. So, Law Week was last week, um, which runs every year, and... We tend to do a session like this every year at Youth Law, which is a session on consent and sexting primarily sort of targeted at sort of later adolescent years. So, yeah, that went that went well last year. Uh, sorry, last week. That's great. That's great. So we just had a couple of little questions about, well, consent and sexting. So it's good to have you here. I'll um, just kick things straight off. Uh, can you actually just give a quick little explanation of consent law as it relates to people under the age of 25? Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess with consent law, the, the, the starting point is how does the law define consent um, and what does it say? What does the legislation say? So the legislation in, before I start talking, actually, just preface this by saying the things I'm talking about today are Victorian laws only, and there are some slight differences across states. Um, but the Victorian law says that consent, it's defined as what's called free and voluntary agreements. Uh, which obviously is a pretty broad sort of definition. But what the law does also helpfully do is it has a number of subsection, subsections which say what consent isn't, um, which is really helpful, I think. So some examples of what the law says consent isn't, all this stuff is probably pretty obvious and what you'd expect. That, um, but it includes things like uh, if there's duress or if there's uh, fear or force or something of that nature, uh, if the person is extremely intoxicated or unconscious, obviously they can't consent. Um, if the person's incapable of understanding consent, so I guess what that would mean is if someone's maybe too young to understand or maybe because of some sort of intellectual disability or something of that nature, they're incapable of understanding. Um, there's a few others, but what, another really key one is the law says if there is any, if there is a failure to Uh, positively say or do anything to show consent, um, then there's no consent. So the obvious example is there, if if someone goes ahead and does something of a sexual nature and and their excuse is, oh, you didn't say say stop or you didn't say anything to make me think you didn't want it, um, the person's failure to positively say yes or positively do something to show consent means there is uh, no consent. So I guess that's a bit of a summary of the meaning of consent in uh, in Victorian law. I can also talk about, um, it gets a little trickier when it comes to um, people underage, so under 18. So I can talk a little bit about there's rules around age limits and age brackets um, where people under 18 can engage in sexual activity. Is that something helpful as well to talk about? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So there's really three sort of categories when we're looking at consent 
um, of a minor, someone under 18. So the first category is that if they're under 12, uh, they can't consent. Uh, it's just black and white. Even if they are mature enough to understand it, um, the law says they can't consent. Um, so in, anyone who engages in sexual activity with someone under 12, under 12 is committing an offence. Uh, the next bracket is if they're aged 12 to 15. And in this bracket, uh, the key, I guess, takeaway is there's a 24-month rule. So sexual activity is fine with consent so long as neither party is more or less than 24 months older or younger than the other. Um, and then the third bracket is if someone is 16 or 17, so above 15 but still a child. Uh, in that bracket, uh, they can engage in sexual activity with someone younger than them if they are not breaking the 24-month rule. And if it's someone that's older than them, it can actually be um, any age. So a 16-year-old can actually engage in sexual activity with um, an adult of any age. But the uh, one exception to that is that the adult uh, cannot be in, in sort of like a position of authority or position of supervision or care um, of the younger person. And so an obvious example of that is like a teacher. Obviously, that, that would be someone who would fall into that category. But less obvious ones might be someone like a coach, like a sporting coach or something like that, or someone who's involved maybe in, in the sport or, or a tutor on a more informal basis, they, they probably would also fall into that position of authority. And therefore, even if there is consent and understanding on both sides, um, uh, they can't engage in sexual activity together. And it would only be the, in all these cases, it's only the older person that is uh, guilty of an offence. The younger person is not. Right. Uh, could you give us a bit of a definition of uh, what sexual activity means in terms of the law? Yeah, so sexual activity in terms of the law, I guess you, you'd come from it, come to it from a common sense point of view. Um, but the law does talk about, um, I guess, the baseline for for what for what type of maybe touching or contact at the very lowest level can amount to sexual activity. So obviously, anything above this, like it's pretty obvious if something's sexual activity. But at the lowest level, sexual activity, well. The obvious starting point would be any touching or contact in a sexual area. And so there's case law around what, what a sexual area is, but it's pretty common sense um, what a sexual area would be, like the genital area or for a woman or a person who identifies as a woman, the, the breast area. So touching in that area, the starting point would be that sexual activity or, or sexual conduct. Um, but what, what can... What can be a little less clear is that the law also says that touching of a of an area that might not generally be considered a sexual area uh, can still be considered uh, sexual conduct or sexual activity if um, the person doing the touching is getting sexual gratification from it. And so an example of this might be, it might be hard to put, think of this, but an example could be if someone's touching someone even just on the arm or something. Um, the starting point would be that's not a sexual area, that's not sexual activity or sexual conduct. But if for whatever reason the person doing the touching is uh, getting sexual gratification from that, uh, then all of a sudden that, that makes it fall within sexual conduct or sexual activity for the purposes of the law. And so if there was no consent to that touching, then that person would be committing a sexual offence. Um, so I guess that that's a description of what really the baseline of sexual conduct or sexual activity is 
And then of course, anything that it obviously is above that um, is also sexual activity as well. Could you tell us a bit about the law around sexting? Sexting, yeah. So sexting, um, there are some similarities with those sort of like um, age bracket laws I talked about with consent, uh, but there are also some differences and the laws come from different places. Um, so I guess the first point to make is that um, for adults, so above 18, uh, creating images or videos of yourself, um, sharing them is fine. And even that other person can, can share it on uh, with your consent. Um, that's pretty straightforward. Um, of course, sharing someone's image on with, without consent is a criminal offence. Um, or even threatening to, uh, to share someone's image or someone's what's called intimate material um, is also an offence. But I guess um, what we focused on in our seminar that we did last week is the trickier bit, which is when it comes to under 18s, similar to the consent side, it becomes a little bit trickier there because there's special rules and exceptions about it. So the starting point is that if it's, if it's a, a sexual material, or, so if it's, if it's material um, that shows or describes a person who's under 18 or that looks under 18 or appears to be under 18, and that material is sexual in nature, um, then the starting point is it's actually captured by child pornography laws, um, which are also called child abuse laws. And so the starting point would be if, it, if it's material of that nature, then uh, it's an offence to produce it, it's an offence to um, distribute it, and it's also an offence to possess it. And so the starting point would be the law says, and these are Commonwealth, so federal laws, the law says that, um, uh, yeah, doing those things is a criminal offence. And so the starting point would be, well, a teenager who produces their own material and shares it is committing a criminal offence. However, that these laws are obviously designed to capture adults who are perpetrating some sort of crime in that space. And fortunately, in Victoria, um, there are exceptions which allow um, this sort of conduct uh, by people under 18 in certain circumstances. Um, and so it's important for people under 18 to be aware of what the exceptions are, what they can and can't do, um, what, would, what would be captured, what wouldn't be. So the starting point, the very obvious exception in Victoria is that it's okay if you are under 18, it's okay to produce your own material that's sexual in nature. So it's okay to produce your own video or your own photo of yourself. Uh, it's also okay to share that um, material. So that would otherwise be child pornography, but it's okay if it's of yourself and you're the one sharing it. That's the obvious one. But then there's also a, another exception, which is that if you are the recipient um, and you're also under 18, so if, if you and your partner are sharing this sort of material, if you are both under 18, um, and again, if you don't breach that 24-month rule, similar to the consent stuff, so if you don't breach that 24-month rule, you're both under 18, and so long as the recipient doesn't share it on again, um, then that's also an exception to the law and that's okay for um, teenagers to be doing. Um, so they're the two primary exceptions to, I guess, those child pornography laws, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, thank you for that. Um, now, when you spoke about sexting law, then you pretty much just focused on images. Uh, does it also apply to any sexually explicit content in written messages that are sent? Yeah, so I, I should have prefaced that. So 
Um, I should have explained that. So when I say these laws are uh, defined as relating to um, what's called child abuse material or child pornography material, and material is defined to include the obvious things, videos, images, obviously, um, but it also includes a number of other things, including uh, specifically text. So yes, the the colloquial sexting is like text messages of a sexual nature. So yes, uh, that would be still captured um, if it's a text message or if it's like, you know, any form of print or text over social media or whatever would be captured by these laws and these exceptions. All right. Thank you. And um, sort of we're coming to the end here, but you mentioned earlier that consent law differ differs in different states. Could you just tell us a little bit about those differences? Well, I can only say a little bit um, because as a lawyer qualified to practice in Victoria um, and as an organisation with only lawyers, Victorian lawyers, uh, we can't give uh, too much information or advice about other states. All I can say is that the laws I've discussed today are Victoria only. Um, I know that there are similarities in certain states, but then I know that also that some states don't have the same rules. So if you are a listener and you are based in another state, um, it's likely what I've said is very like, similar to what your laws are, but please, um, if you're unsure, uh, seek out legal information or advice from a lawyer who's qualified in your area. Well, someone, if someone in Victoria at least wanted to find out a little bit more about the law, do you have any ideas of where they could go, resources they could look at? Yeah, I mean, there's like there's um there's free legal services like youth law um in every in every state. So there's uh, community legal centres or there's what's called like legal aid organisations in every state. So if you're in a different state, I, I would just recommend. So um, you could Google like legal aid, New South Wales, or you could Google um, community legal center near me, something, something simple like that. And it, it'll throw up, um, it'll, it'll, it'll return results where you can find a free legal service that will, that should be able to give you the basic information and advice about laws around consent and sexting uh, in your state. But if you're not sure, you can get in touch with us and we can try and help navigate you to someone who can provide that information in your area. Great. And how can someone get in touch with Youth Law if they are interested? Great. Thank, thank you for asking that. Um, <laughs> so Youth Law, I should have set up the, uh, at the top. Youth Law, as the name suggests, we're a legal service for youth. Um, our age cap is 25. So anyone under 25 uh, is eligible for information or advice from us. Um, we're a government-funded service. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can you can just give us a call or you can send us an email. Uh, the number to call is 91139500. But if you just Google Youth Law Victoria, you'll probably find our website and you'll find that number and you'll find an email address as well. We 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 have a, a phone line. The phone line's available nine to five, Monday to Friday. So you can call anytime to speak to a lawyer um, on that day or, or soon after. Um, to get some information or advice or potentially depending on your matter if um if it's the type of matter that we do ongoing casework for we'll we'll open up a file for you and and do ongoing work for you great well thank you so much for your time today and thank you so much for talking to us here at the naughty root show zach but it's been a pleasure thanks for having me cheers cheers 
Thanks again to Tim Hutton for joining us for that interview. Just a reminder that if you feel you need to reach out to someone, you can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, Q Life Helpline at 1800 184 527, Lifeline at 131114, or 1800 Respect on 1800 737 732. Thank you for tuning into the Naughty Root Show here on Sin.